Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Okay, so this week we're uh, we were supposed to start judges, but we decided to um, interrupt this like the podcast time continuum and talk about what everyone's been talking about, which is the big holiday fight: Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay. I'm Cat on what's usually Bible breakdown, and I'm TK. Hi, TK. How are you, sir? Um, we'll get into it. So I feel like a lot of these things are going to spiral into subsets of conversation. Do you think so? It was like a, it was so many traumas whipped up into one. Uh, I mean, as I told you off mic, I'm just tired of, I'm just tired of the hypocrisy and the delusionalness of women. And, and I've, as I've told you, I have been tired. Well, you said just the bullshit earlier. You didn't say specifically women, I'm just tired of all the bullshit from all the genders. Yeah, I'm tired of men too, but partic- I mean, I'm tired. I think there's this. But to uh, be fair, you only sleep with women, correct? That is correct. And so I there's going to actually... be like a specific like frustration around that. Well, I'm coming to what I, I guess I will call the, the dating paradox for now. You could, uh, you know how you could solve it? Like how Cat Williams did by maybe, you know, getting mad at people who are at where you want to be and just saying that they got there by doing a bunch of gay stuff. Is that what you took from that? Yep. Okay. Well, that's, mm, I I feel like he He said said a lot of stuff. He said what he felt like he needed to say. That's all. That's really my take on it. I, I don't know none of these people. It was, I it reminds me of like the reason why I think it's important for one, because it's just, it's one of these stories that made it to everybody. Generally that doesn't happen because everyone's algorithms are so curated. But to me, it's interesting that this is something that was so widely disseminated and resonates so well. I think for one, because it is very similar to sort of um, family infighting, which is so popular at the holidays. Um, people are like, well, why is he doing it now? Cat Williams is about to tour. It looks like this is probably going to sell his tour out because everyone knows he's going to be talking shit and people love talking shit. But what I don't love is spreading disinformation because I think it's very reductive because he did say like, especially when he was going after Kevin Hart, that a lot of the roles that he passed on that, uh, Kevin took, he didn't do because it was too gay. And or he would have to wear a dress or something to that effect. Like he kept saying over and over again, he's not homophobic, Mm -hmm. but then he would scoff and laugh at anything that would call him into question. And it's not to say like he's basically saying that you have to be um, uh, degraded or um, what is it sort of emasculated as a black man in Hollywood if you have to be successful But I think one of the problems we have in our community is that we see homosexuality as emasculating. Like men who are homosexual are still men. Um, And I have a take for that, too, because I had an experience this weekend. But go ahead. No, let's hear it. 
Um, I was out on a date, <clears throat> and she just was like, "Hey, I just want to ask you something. I don't want you to get upset." And I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "No, like seriously, this is gonna." I was like, "It's because it's gonna change the tone of the conversation." I was like, "Go ahead." She was like, "Have you ever done anything with a man? Like, have you ever had sex with a man or done it?" And I was like, "No." And then she was like, "What? No, like it's fine. You can tell me. Like it's okay. Like I'm not like." And I was like, "No, I haven't." And she was like, "Okay, like for real. Like have you?" And I was like. I have never done anything sexual with another man. And she was like, so you never even like thought about it or anything like that. And I was like, no, like I was like, I can look at a guy and be like, he's a good looking guy, but I don't feel sexually attracted to any man. Like that just, did you this ask is not her the I'm same wearing. question? She, yeah, we did talk about that. She's, she doesn't, she doesn't like women. Okay. Um, but I, I brought up, I was like, first of all, this is cr- I was like, you're not the only woman that asked me this. And I was like, is there something about me? I was like, because I keep getting asked this by women. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is it? Like, what is it? Like, do I seem like a gay nigga? Like, I don't understand. And then she's like, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's not anything like that. And so then she brought up a situation um, similar to the Insecure episode where Molly stopped fucking with the old boy because mm-hmm. he had a singular sexual. Dick sucking. sexual t- and so... We, we started talking about that. And then she was like, well, you know, just men, like, they be on the DL, so, you know, you just got to ask and stuff like that. And I said, so do you think that makes somebody less of a man? And she was like, no, no, I don't think that. And I was like, so what, what about this bothers you? And then she was like, I mean, like, I just don't want to be out with my guy and, like, we both find another man attractive. I don't know, man. She just didn't give me a strong sense of her why. To where I had to just be like, this is rooted in uh, homophobia, I guess. Well, it's ultimately rooted in misogyny, I feel like, because we don't we don't flip out, for instance, because he's trying to make it to me. What bothered me about the Cat Williams stuff is that everyone he was going after was more successful than him. And he was trying to make it sound like the reason He's calling them out. He's like, I'm not a hater. I don't even know how to hate. I'm, you know, I'm with God. I can't hate. And so more successful is subjective. But go ahead. Financially more successful. Is Cedric? I don't know. Yeah, Cedric's doing well. So, you know, because the reason he brought up Cedric, because he was on Club Shay Shay a couple weeks ago. No, I know. But I'm saying like, when the fuck is when's the last thing Cedric did? I don't know. So we would have to fact check, but I just feel like Cedric is probably in the same tier as Cat Williams. Maybe with touring, but I feel like this is what I'm going to get to, right? He has more commercial appeal and he's basically saying that all of these dudes are losers and that's why he has to call them out. Because I didn't like that language because it reminded me of Trump a little bit. Faison too. I can make an argument. I don't even. I had to remember who he was. I wasn't even sure of who he was. So I'm not really going to exactly. include him. In the, that proves my point. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to include him in the conversation. I was. Uh, you said all. About. You said all the people he talked about. So I just want to. Fair enough. Things, I mean, said. if I had to guess, though, he probably is doing better than him financially, and this is why. Okay, because I do believe he is on drugs. Like I know he said, I've never done I, a hard drug. I've been like, I'm, def- I'm gonna. I've been like, please define that. hard drugs because everyone's like, well, he said he never did hard drugs. It's like. Whitney mm-hmm. also went on TV and said crack is whack when saying she didn't, mm-hmm. you know, never did crack. Mm-hmm. It's like addicts lie. Like that's kind of their thing. If you've ever dealt with anyone with any addiction issues, there's some lying going on. Anyway, 
What I didn't like was him when he was specifically talking about Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, Ricky Smiley. Those are all people you can very comfortably say are doing better than him financially. So going after them was kind of strange to me because to me it looked like hate. And he's saying like they're ahead because they were willing to do stuff I wasn't willing to do because I have too much dignity. Now, when I've Mm -hmm. seen the stuff that Cat Williams has been arrested for, it doesn't scream dignity. Can I say that? Secondly, he's 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 this is something that's very common. And this is why I think it's it's a popular narrative and why people are championing him as like this underdog. People like to think, well, I don't have this and I don't have that because those people were willing to do gay stuff or those people were willing to join the Illuminati or they were willing to dress like a bitch. You know what I mean? To make white people laugh. That is an argument for that, though. I've heard it, but it's still rooted in misogyny. Like if putting on a dress is humiliating to a man, but putting on pants is not humiliating to a woman, it's because we view one with respect and one with derision. I don't. Okay, so I don't think first of all, I don't think putting on a dress in just that act alone emasculates you. I think that often in the situations that Kat is talking about. Wait, is emasculation emasculation possible? Because uh, we don't really I have think, a term for effemination. Like, no one can take away your femininity, but it seems like someone can take away your masculinity. So, and that, that even, itself might be rooted in misogyny, but for the sake of this conversation. Well, that's why I I'm bringing think, it up. I do think it's possible, actually. Yes, because okay. I think by nature, man is competitive. Most men, a lot of them, are very competitive and to win over somebody else in mentally physically whatever it's it's rooted in that dominance so that could be a a form of emasculation and to put somebody in a situation where it makes to me it also mostly aligns with putting somebody in a situation where they feel silly or stupid or so why not just call it you know humiliating like, why does it have to be emasculating like, to me? Because I think putting that because I, I take your point, like what it takes, you know, naturally to compete sexually for men. It is very competitive, but to be and and it's it's easier for women, like you said, to get laid like it, you know, it's um, but because we have competing goals as men and women, like there's still competition. It just it's expressed differently. Yeah, because y'all like comp- women's competition is typically I'm trying to become visual. somebody's partner. Part well that too, but I'm also trying to in but the visual only lends to the quote unquote protection, safety, security that you would get by being with such a man. And so therefore but this is the, that's what I was trying to say. The other side to that is um as a man i could fuck a girl but i know like i'm not gonna wife you and it it don't necessarily mean like she's not valuable it just means that like that would not be the type of traits i'm looking for to make somebody my wife or life partner but that but i don't but i also don't subscribe to what other men do and try to treat this person as disposable or like they like i don't do that Right. So to me, I guess what I'm saying is for men, specifically black men, because I feel like that was sort of the target here. The accusation that 
these black comics he brought up need to be taken down a peg because they're because what do you think when he's saying like because a lot of the articles that are being thrown at me like or like um videos being thrown at me on youtube are um uh cat williams explode exposes hollywood plant kevin hart and i'm not even sure what that means like he's a plant plant means that the industry essentially was financing you it's 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 i think you'll understand it more it's like when elon musk tries to say he's self-made but in reality he came from a rich family and he bought his way into companies rather than actually founded. So what That's part of Kevin Hart's story is cat is cat saying that, I, that was the Kevin first time I ever up. heard somebody say Kevin Hart is a plant. But per the interview cat said was that Kevin Hart said he made his bones in comedy on the East coast. At the same time, he was getting movie deals on the West Coast, and he was saying, how could that be possible? In my mind, immediately, I was thinking, well, the nigga couldn't got on a plane, but that's exactly, <laughs> I don't know. that I, I didn't I understand like, that completely. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make sense. You know where I knew it was about to be some mess? and how Because we were talking earlier about my vast experience with um, F nigga, fuck nigga logic, basically. Um, Girl math. Boy math. That's the new term now. I, I'm still I'm just calling it fuck nigga math because that's non gendered. And No fuck I, nigga okay, go ahead. Niggas I mean nigga is Niggas are men typically generally, but, but you know, nigga can I, Black, I call women niggas all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just one of those But I know terms, usually anyway. it's bitches, right? You know, like um yeah. is niggas and bitches, but yeah, let's just some bitch ass, some fuck bitch ass nigga logic, okay? I've heard a lot of it over the years. So I'm usually kind of aware when it's about to start happening. And when he made the first refusal that he hasn't done any hard drugs, basically nothing other than alcohol and marijuana, the he was like, you're not going to find um, any dr- any drug dealer who said they've sold me drugs. Like trying to like, sh- I'm like, yeah dude like no drug that's not how drug dealers work like and yeah I was like okay that's already this is already something a a fuck nigga would tell me when he's trying to sleep with me you know what I mean like men like seriously like men will say all kinds of stuff because sometimes if they just say enough stuff in a row it works like that's what I said it just feels a little like Trump and then the other thing he said was he's like no studios have ever lost money working with me and that was the part that was to me a little curious because studios love making money. Like if you've made money for them, they will stick, they will figure out a way to make it work short of you leaving bruises on a white woman. Like they will find a way to work with you. So to me, that wasn't very truthful. And even Kevin Hart brought that up. He was like, look, I've set stuff up for you and you didn't show up. And he's like, I'm telling he's like I'm saying that because and this is why I don't set you up for shit anymore because I have a reputation to protect and to me that sounded like if we were having the family fight I'd have to guess like I'd be on the side of Kevin because he's the one at least keeping a job and Kat reminds me of like the favorite son who mama won't admit is on drugs Mm. Um, that was deep. I think with Cat, first of all, 
he said he not on drugs. That nigga was doing a lot of moving. I don't know if you are like for real. And that's I think one thing I never I really I like Cat Williams. I do too, by the way. Generally, like casual, casually, but I just a never was like forever. a big. I was never a big Cat Williams. Like, oh yeah, Cat Williams. Like, I never was that person. You never bought tickets, and so no. And then <laughs> I can't remember. If I saw interviews of him before, but the way the nigga was moving with his hands and rocking in the seat and shit, I was like, this is this seems like drug addict behavior to me to me i don't know maybe maybe the nigga was just nervous or he got bad nerves or whatever but to me i was just like this seems like something's off with him but all right whatever also on top of that um, it wasn't giving weed you're right i don't know what performances you're talking about and it wasn't giving weed and it wasn't giving alcohol either because both of those are depressants right yeah weed is an upper and downer right yeah, depending it's on not an amphetamine for sure because he was sweating and moving a I lot <laughs> remember when Whitney Houston went on TV and said crack is whack no I don't I'm sorry that. I'm sorry bad. I'm older I'm sorry there was a famous interview that I want to say Whitney Houston did with Diane Sawyer and Diane Sawyer was like you know there's been accusations that like you're on drugs and or and you know you've done crack and she was like let me tell you something like um, I don't, I, she said stuff like I may have dabbled or whatever, but I do not do crack. Crack is cheap. Crack is whack. And it was like, okay. <laughs> like he kept saying, I don't know why liars lie. I, Same could be applied. To oh, cat. I know why liars Nigga lie. Nigga was saying. Okay, well, go ahead. Oh, to get their way. Like the truth isn't serving oh, okay. them. Well, yeah. Like li- liars lie because the truth doesn't serve them. Okay, well, sure. Um, yeah, the, it's actually really simple when you put it like that. <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, he when niggas start saying shit like, "Oh, I smoke more than Snoop," and uh, "I can run a four four and da da da," or "I read three thousand like books." That, you notice know, he didn't say like, I could pass a drug test. He said I could run a four four. Like that doesn't prove anything. A lot of a lot of people with substance abuse issues can do that. I, oh, I you know what went, the other thing I thought was interesting too, where he was saying like you wouldn't let any athlete, real uh, uh, any athletes who juice come on here and talk about real athletes. I was like, hold up, all these niggas juice. You know the sh- sh- like uh, Shay Shay uh, Shannon Sharp didn't have anything to Shannon say. Shannon didn't juice. Huh? Shannon Shannon didn't juice. Th- okay, a lot first of, of all, them juice. Because I feel like here's the thing. Hold on, I feel like I feel like there's a there's a common misconception because I actually watched a vi- a video where they broke down steroid mm-hmm. use and it's not it's le- just like anything else it's levels to this right. shit. So when we think of steroids, we think of niggas big and buff like Arnold Schwarzenegger ass motherfuckers who like took the needle and then when they get older, their bodies all deformed and shit like that. Um, old wrestler type mm-hmm. niggas like we think of shit like that. There's other type of steroids where it actually helps you to heal yeah, faster. Yeah, recovery. And shit like and recover yeah. faster. I, I'm, and, and keep so in mind, I'm in favor of all of them. I'm not. I think you should be allowed to do. You're already doing I'm something a, crazy unhealthy to your body. Football is not good for you. You might as well be able to do whatever drugs you want to do. These these niggas are gladiators. Let them have what they want. 
with a doctor. Yeah. Like they're under a lot of this stuff yeah, is under doctor supervision. Like it's already just I'm not in the I, It's already crazy bad you for can, you. You can you should be able to do what you want to you should be able to yeah. do what you want to do, but the the issue that becomes there's some area in there I don't really know how to verbalize this, but it airs into I mean, I guess we want to make this argument it's entertainment. So like when I watch a basketball game, I love playing basketball. A lot of the things that they do in those basketball, I can do. So, but obviously I'm not in the NBA. And so you look at that and you feel like, well, I, if I trained a little bit harder, if I did this or I was in this situation, maybe I would have gotten to a higher level. And so, but when you, when it comes out that, oh, this nigga took all these performance enhancement drugs and that's why they can now jump higher and do shit well it kind of takes away from the sport because nigga we're 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 calculating these points we're calculating these accolades we're putting this on your resume but if you got all this shit by doing everything doing you can do basically i won't i won't i won't say cheating but that's like, what i'm saying doing you got everything all this you shit do, i think you should be allowed to do everything you can do to be good because it's already unhealthy. Like drawing the line there is like kind of weird. Because you're already doing some crazy unhealthy things to your body. Well, I don't know about football, but basketball, I don't. I've never once felt unhealthy by playing basketball. I mean, I guess you could say it's hard on your knees. I'll, I'll say but, yes I for mean, basketball. That, I'm more talking about football and things like yeah, and, and I don't, other. But hardcore, see, I don't. I don't like football and other hardcore athletics think, like gymnastics and shit like that. The shit where you really push your body and shit like that. That's just not good for you. We just like the spectacle of it. So drawing the line at certain drugs is weird to me. But that being said, it's not weird to me. That that wasn't even no the, because it get <laughs> no because it it does the thing that you argue about all the time where we project like, and maybe this is just an American thing, but it's become a worldly thing where we project like you can become this if you just work hard enough and that is true to some extent but it's not always the same because if you started with a million dollars and i'm starting with zero dollars you have performance enhancement drugs and i don't we're not playing with the same type of i'm time. just saying like so allowing not, everyone exactly. to have them that's what i'm saying like you're right like if some people can have them and some people can't that's not cool that's why i'm saying get rid of the ban like let everybody do it like let everybody have access to everything no because then we get into the, the shit where you talking about uh, i think it's better than o- you tried opioids to, where you, you tried what to what's the word do? you tried to simp for jonathan majors and be like well nobody's talking about the fact that he no that's my whole thing like, like you need to pre-workout you need to, and shit like no i don't want you to do that because it makes no, it that like fucks informed, people's minds like up. have some informed consent because everything about football is fucking your mind up so like just have some uh, but i right again, down I'm to the opioids because that's usually what they take when they're not able to recover and are in a cr- tremendous amount of pain like they get addicted to opioids yeah. so yeah i'm not gonna argue football i think it it's a terrible sport not it's entertaining but yeah. it's like clearly dangerous. it is there's got to no, be more no. ethical ways to do stuff but i'm just saying like banning stuff usually doesn't make it safer so that's my whole thing like usually just finding a way to do it as safely as possible because people are going to do it anyway is usually a better route i could be wrong um i'm wrong about all kinds of stuff um but i don't think i'm wrong about the fact that count williams is more than likely had addiction well because let's talk about the most interesting stuff was when he was talking about himself which is what you're supposed to do on a podcast (laughs) 
because I'm sorry, like bringing up like some jokes somebody stole you from you in like 98 feels weird. Like that's to me like like even if it's it don't true, feel weird to me because like he was saying Cedric stole a a, a joke from him from Comic Obama, View. Obama initials. And I don't I'm not I don't know if that's true or not. I'm gonna say like I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for that, but that isn't enough to have affected Kat's career now or Cedric's career now. Like Cedric the Entertainer, like you're for people who are joke thieves, they usually they're not able to maintain in the industry because it becomes too obvious what you're doing. Like that happened to Carlos Mancia. Like um, it it bears out because you're not able to produce because you've been stealing. Like that's you know I think that's something to you know point out. So I feel like I, here's the thing because I love black men. Like I understand it's harder out here for black men in a lot of arenas. And so when they've made it, I think it's just too. Um, reductive to say oh well that nigga put on a dress and that's why he's where I'm not yeah but it is still funny it's funny because this is this is why I'm not totally against him saying the thing about Kevin Hart putting on a dress because there is an interview out there where the nigga said nah basically he tried to make it seem like he wouldn't do it and then he did it and that's why I don't fuck with like because and yes well, we reserve the right to change we reserve okay. the right to Huh? We reserve the right to change our minds. We don't. I don't know the particulars of all of that. Yes, all of that's true. But when you come out and have a hard stance on something, and then you pr- pretty much do a one eighty, it does make people look at you funny. Perception is reality, regardless if we want to. I know you try to argue. No, reality is reality. No, perception is reality. If we view you a certain way, that's what it is. Now. To, to the general population your perception you is your the, reality but it's not reality like if you yeah, ignore but reality but, it will kill you like I could think I was fair. to fly but that doesn't mean when I jump off this cliff yeah, I'm not fair, gonna get fair. pulled down that's true that is true it's like there are still laws of nature that still exist regardless if you don't want to like them or not the thing is though I mean, shit. I honestly, I, I feel like it's yeah. On one end, I feel like it's petty a cat to bring it up. At the same time, I mean, shit. Fuck it. What I what I've actually gained from all of this is <sighs> motherfuckers just like drama. Like I'm over it. Like, oh, I don't give a can fuck. we like, talk I about watched the it, bumpy I, I wasted guy? three hours. Like the okay. So real talk. I had no idea who Shannon Sharp was. Like I'm not a sports person. Oh my god. Don't be like that. You don't know everybody. I know. So I'm not a sports person and I don't have to be. So, but now I know who you watched football. Not recently with your dad. Yeah. In the 1900s. With Shannon Sharp in Shannon Sharp played in the 1900s. Did he, who did he play for? He played for the Denver Broncos. And then that he was in our division. <laughs> I'm sorry if I did know him enough time has passed. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna down you for something you didn't Thank know you. because we all didn't know Thank something. Thank you. Thank you for that yeah. grace. And maybe I did know him and just forgot about him, right? So now I understand yeah. like he's a big deal in the sports media space. Like he's got a show with Skip Bayless and he's got this podcast. No, he's no longer on there. Oh, damn it. See, I'm behind. He works with Stephen A he works with Stephen A. Smith now. Okay. Skip skip disrespected him and so he's i can he's, believe he's that out. skip is uh yeah he liked that okay so cool 
So, um, so from what I can, I like Skip. Contrary to popular, sure. From what I can tell, I think Shannon Sharp. He seems fine. So, um, it looks like on his YouTube channel, like the Cedric the Entertainer um, interview got like I think one point six million views. Like that was like four weeks ago, and I was like, okay, that's decent, Mm -hmm. cool. The Cat Williams episode so far when the last time i checked it had like some like 33 million views so that's quite a bump Mm -hmm. so yes mess gets a lot of eyeballs which is it's kind Mm -hmm. of a shame but it's you i mean it's the game is the game no it's not well do you think he was right this is why because you know he obviously edits the podcast do you think Shannon Sharp was right to keep all the mess in there because he could have edited it down to the stuff when Cat was just talking about himself. No, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't. I don't think edited it down. Why? He's doing what his job is to be a journalist at this well, point. Well, he doesn't well, have a. Re- the, no, well, he, I'm just he saying, if he's a journalist, he you need to fact check a lot of the statements that are being made, or at least put. Okay, a, he, his job is uh, at least put. I improperly use that term. Huh? He's not a journalist. He's yeah, not he's a journalist. I'm properly. He's a. He's a. Yeah, interviewer. He's a podcaster. He's an entertainment. Analyst. I put this in yeah. media entertainment. Yeah. It's fine. But the thing is, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know where that lot. Because if I ask you a question and you answer the question, am I supposed to be like, oh, that was too much? Let me. Because then we get into the whole thing of freedom of speech and all that type of shit so no, like that's not a freedom of speech issue that has to do with the government yeah but where is it the responsibility of me as an interviewer to ask the interviewee if i ask you a question and you give me an answer and it is a controversial answer am i supposed to be like oh i'm i think it's just at your own discretion i think that's what it okay. comes to you come down to like we're not gonna put it in there. Hey, Some people, because I've I heard left it interviewers. In. It was obviously the right move. Like I've now I've heard. I mean, my kid. This is what's interesting to me. Everyone's heard about it. Like usually stories like this yeah. are, you know, not since the, I feel like the submarine story. I don't under. Okay, maybe I'm just not with the. I don't know. This is what I was about to get on. I just feel like an alien because everything he said. I don't give a fuck about. I don't. People like gossip. But that's the thing. Like my sister texted me. It's the Illuminati thing. Here's the other thing. People love that he said that. Like for you, it doesn't mean like a big thing. But when I I just talk to a lot of people, especially black people, and people really believe like there's a Michael Che talks about it. They think like there's this Illuminati that you have to sacrifice a family member to and do some gay shit in front of. And that's the only way you'll be able to make money in Hollywood. As opposed to the fact that every industry has gatekeepers and a lot of them are creeps, but that's just a problem in our society, not just Hollywood. Like I'm just saying like Hollywood is just an extension of our pre-existing ills in society. And when we can talk about celebrities, we can ignore it happening in our real lives. I think it's more along the lines of the shit they do in Scientology where they get you in a room and they have you basically come clean about all the shit you ever done and then who's they that they kind of just the powers that be okay so you think like the, the Illuminati like for the service the purpose is like okay I don't think I don't want to just like certain people not everyone but certain people like they probably have dirt 
on other people like that but yes but that's every that's industry that's how people get ahead that's yeah. even like a plot point on abbott elementary how the principal got the job because she had dirt on the superintendent like this is a fairly it's a very human thing like i said we like we like talking about celebrities because everybody knows celebrities so then that way we can talk about it without talking about our own issues or our own family addictions our own and i guess that's where i'm disconnected because i just for all the shit that cat said he did say some shit that i was like i i feel that like when they brought up kanye and they and he's like how do you feel about i agree kanye, with that yada, yada, yada. and i was just like yeah i don't look at kanye to give me any type of anything other than music and maybe clothes i don't give a fuck about what he's well doing. and also so like, if he does have mental illness we shouldn't really be maybe putting in front of a microphone as much as we do and like making fun of what he says like i think he really does struggle with mental health issues and to me making yeah. fun of him having like maybe less than logical thoughts is like making fun of someone who has a limp and like being like why aren't you walking normally like there's no point in doing that like they're doing the best they can so um and they might need a little help like give them a little crutch or something what i I didn't like here's another thing i didn't like about what Cass said when he was talking about their wives because like trying to say like they all got a bunch of light-skinned funny looking wives and that's the only reason too that he's not doing well in hollywood that shit obviously is not that's there there's no way to prove that but all right well and it's an ugly because thing, for every person nice like that say either I mean, like he was kind of given it's not that was disrespectful yeah like that wasn't cool so like to me he's i feel like because like i said i'm generally i like cat williams like you don't need to resort to that to be funny like to me this was some schoolyard like bully stuff and yeah. you can you can come for these people without coming for their families and also yeah that's why i draw the yeah line. when he was talking about jonathan majors and being afraid of white women you don't have to be afraid of white women if you don't get into physical confrontations with them because they do leave marks no that's not mm, i mean generally history history has history has shown that motherfuckers lie that's true so let's not do that. but generally but you'll get into get less into John- trouble if you uh don't put your hands on him because for instance wesley snipes he doesn't date anything but very pale women he's managed to not put hands on him as far as we know at least not yeah, in the back of the cab another way huh they got that nigga, i said they got that nigga another way so what it, what you, um, you do have to pay taxes you can't do you don't have to do anything i mean there's consequences if you don't we'll put it that way there's consequences if you don't but all but that's another thing all that shit's made up do i agree with paying taxes yes because i think that you what you think what's made up all the the concept of taxes is made up first of all when we left when we left okay that's not a defense when they left the england they left because they were tired of paying taxes then to come over here and be like oh yeah shit we need to start making motherfuckers pay yes, taxes that's how society like works that, you're not getting around it okay <laughs> that, i'm not gonna i'm just going on a rant okay. it's not it's based on just my own frustration with the bullshit but i agree that we all should pay taxes okay um okay yes. so i because i'm i'm i think part of my personality is that I don't like misinformation and I think that's what bugged me about the Cat Williams thing is that he had a lot of misinformation in there of course all of it wasn't misinformation but let's just say if you talked for three hours 
and 40% of it was misinformation. That's a lot of misinformation, even if 60% of it was like mostly true. But hold on, you haven't really gave, I guess we have to argue over what's misinformation. I will say this, this because... is something that I think is misinformation. Here's an example. So when you talk about Ricky Smiley, okay. and he was saying that he got mad because Ricky Smiley came on there and said that bringing up Friday after next, which is, oh my God, that's some old shit. So uh, Friday after next saying that Ricky uh, was lying about he was supposed to be uh, Money Mike in that. And because uh-huh. Ice Cube actually cleared it up. He's like, I can clear this up. Originally, yes, the role was written before we cast it, like how stuff generally works. And originally they did have Ricky Smiley do it. And then they were like, no, this isn't working. And then they brought in Kat. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then Ice Cube also said for everybody, you know, who's talking, you know, he was like, yeah. So I just wanted to clear that up. Um, So, yeah, like. So then he did have the role before yeah. Kat. So what the fuck is Kat talking exactly. about? He's just mad. Like to me, he just seems. Okay. So then if so, then everything now that he said, I'm just like. I mean, I already was rolling my eyes, but I was just like that. That was the whole first 20, 30 minutes of the fucking show. Oh, here's the. But what got him started? Here's the other thing. I think that. Have you ever heard of religious trauma syndrome? Uh, maybe. So. I'm sure you brought it up over here. For people who've been brought up in high demand religions. Um, a lot of times they experience something that's known as religious trauma syndrome. So um, I think he might be suffering from that. He said that he left his family when he was 13, like violently. It's from what I could tell, because he wouldn't say anything directly. But it sounds like he and his father got into um, a physical altercation. He was 13 and then he left home and like moved to uh, Florida. And um, and then he said they were Jehovah Witnesses. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That kind of explains why him and Prince were close, because Prince was Jehovah Witness, too. And, um, but he still uses a lot of very religious talk when he's talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think. Another point of where I kind of tuned out on him. Yeah, because, but the, of course, you know, for a lot of his audience, that perks their ears up because they love hearing that stuff. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm always very cautious of it because a lot of times it's a way to virtue signal right so to me like he said when he was talking about diddy of course nobody's trying to cape for diddy right now but he's just saying like you know there's either god's side and the other side and we don't care nothing else about the other side period to me i did not like that sentence at all because once again define god's side because a lot of people say they're on god's side you know who else said they were on god's side al-qaeda so and that's how al-qaeda was they were mentally able to be like yeah i can blow up all these people who've never done anything to me because they're on the other side and i'm on god's side so i'm always very very um kind of anxious when i hear language like that because it taps into a part of our psychology that isn't necessarily the best part of us yeah i agree that's why i like when shannon because he gave the analogy of Shannon when you on the team and y'all going against the other team. Like, and Shannon has said something to the effect, like, but I'm still cool with players on the other team. Like, that, 
And that's kind of how I feel. That's how I live And that's life. why like, I kind of did. I was like, like, okay, Shannon Sharps, actually, he's cool. Like, yeah, Shannon been cool. Shannon you been have to good. remember, this is really my introduction to him. Oh, uh, well, Shannon Okay. Been, well, he's, he's giving that impression. My, he probably my favorite, if not my favorite, one of my favorite. I might favorite, follow uh, Club Shay Shay now. Personalities. Oh, yeah, Shannon. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. He And he's he's very, and you got to listen, listen to like his nightcap shit. Um, with him and Ocho Cinco. Oh, that sounds. Um, I love. Ch- okay, now I definitely know who Chad Ocho Cinco is. So like, it's him. Sometimes they be I, having. I've always um, felt bad De- for him Deion too. Sanders I feel like there. he got a bad rep in the press. I mean, I don't. I don't know much about his press. He just but, did a lot. I mean, he was one. He's the one who basically got the no celebration rule instituted because his he do too much when he scored. <laughs> And he had he. I remember one time he was doing a commercial that was like a fake uh, press conference, and he was like, uh, "I'm sorry for you know dancing in the end zone. I guess I'm the only one who gets excited." And it was just like this whole thing of like that to me. And of course, I'm watching football. Like I said, really just to spend time with my dad. I'm like, he's entertaining. More of this, please. But that's what it's supposed to be. That's what I don't understand how the refs and. Even in basketball, you're seeing this now. Like when a player screams on another player, and they feel like it's gonna cause some type of altercation. But that is yeah. what it's about. It's like when I go play basketball in the morning, I am a fucking tyrant. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's called beast. And mode. I tell them, and I tell them, like, bro, like, don't take this shit personal. I'm like this because we were being competitive. I woke up at six, you know, I woke up at five in the morning to be here to play basketball with y'all. So it's like, this is like how I get in. Like, this is just where I find entertainment. This is entertainment. Sure. Like, that's all it is. Don't take this shit personal. Um, um, I was going to say his comments about Wanda Smith. I'd never heard of this person. I had to look her up. I don't, I didn't know who Wanda Smith I didn't either. Because um, originally it said Wanda Sykes, but that he could. Yeah. Himself. Uh, I guess I watched the thing he was talking about. Um, actually, she did have that coming because they were lightly roasting each other and they had agreed before the interview of stuff they were and were not going to talk about. And she brought up a topic that she'd agreed to not talk about. So he just went in on her. And I think that's fair. So I'm going to give him that one. <laughs> I don't like because this goes back to the misogyny homophobic I don't know what we really want to what word we want to place on this where he just said shit like oh I just like having a bunch of women around me and like why would I have a man like most of my jobs are given to women and I I think women should be able to get the job what I think is actually more important is the best person for the fucking position should get the fucking job no matter your gender or your fucking color of your skin I just think that is where we should live and I identify somewhat with that because I do think just naturally in certain situations, women bring a certain je ne sais quoi to things that you cannot get with men. And it just builds a level of comfortability in Oh, life. here's the other thing, too, because he, he was able to say it without saying it. I think he's probably on the side of like because right now there's there's a certain culture wars going on in america right now where they're trying to outlaw drag shows which is to most people in their minds when they think of drag shows they think man in a dress so there's a sort of villainization of men wearing women's clothes that's going on in society right now that 
to me, I don't think we need to add to by being like, it's a horrible thing if we see a black man in a dress. Like, to me, I can think of worse things I could see. And no one oh, ever man. accuses Tom Hanks of being less than a man because he did a whole series where he was dressed up as a woman. Uh, Bosom Buddies. Check it out. Freaking loved it. I remember it. that. But nobody ever said that about Robin Exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like this is, it, it goes into a lot of the trauma we have as black people because of slavery. Um, but this is But this is my argument I've been making with people for a while now. Only black people do that's, this shit. That's why I brought up not slavery. Not only, but but like. But that's the thing. It's not is, entirely our fault. Might, like, that's the other thing, too. Like, the trauma. We need to be aware of it, name it, and so that we can heal from it. But blaming ourselves for what was done to us isn't cool. Look, wear a dress. Don't wear a dress. I don't give a fuck. I think that it's even. <laughs> Dave should spell special when he's talking about Lil Nas X. I think that just like whatever, man. Dream, like, live your dream. That, not, that was the that was the thesis of yeah, the stand up. Like, live your, live live your dream your and know dream. sometimes you're living in somebody else's dream. And here's the other thing: if you don't, because Dave Chappelle has brought this up before too, because he's one of the comedians too who's like, I don't want to wear a dress. And I get it. Like, if you don't, you shouldn't. There's nothing wrong. I feel like every every but actor he, has like things they they're what they don't do in their contracts, right? Is that a thing? Like, when you get to a certain level, you can say I don't do nudity or I don't yeah. do, you know, this, that, or the third. Like, there's not. You can put whatever boundaries you want. You know me. I'm a big fan of boundaries. You don't have to explain to people your boundaries or why you don't like doing something. So I don't like that talk. So, but I'm just saying. Like the Dave Chappelle brought up. Don't say you don't have to explain because it makes people, it gives people this sense of entitlement where I don't have to know. You don't have to explain, but you know what makes the world better, a better place is when you do communication explain. Communication is better, but you sometimes, understand. because your, bound, your boundaries might be linked to a trauma you don't want to talk to, you don't have to explain your boundaries. So that's why I have that. But like Dave Chappelle talked about a situation where he was filming a movie and then at the last minute, like while he's on set, like I said, he's already signed the contract to do the movie, read the script. They added something to the script where he'd be wearing a dress and he was like, I don't feel like comfortable doing that. And they really tried to get him to do it. And finally, he was just put his foot down and the movie went on and he didn't get fired because, of course, he's already hired for the job. Now, the example that Cat Williams gave was where he had, I think when he was telling Martin, like, hey. I'll do whatever movie you want to do. I'll do it. I don't even need to read the script. And then when he saw the script and saw it was for big mama's house too, and he'd have to wear a dress, he was like, Oh hell no, I ain't doing that. It's like, well, don't say you're going to do it without reading the script. Cause I mean, you're allowed to turn stuff down, yeah. but yes, you shouldn't, you know, fully well that there's some stuff you don't do, which is yeah. fine. But like, don't say you're going to do something and then like be all like, Oh, okay. You're right. I said I would do anything. I, I actually don't do this. And you know, whatever, whatever. I'm gonna give some pushback on this as somebody who is in the entertainment Let's industry. Hear it. I think that there is something out there, and you see this either directly or indirectly. A lot of the times, specifically in the past, the, a lot of the roles that African Americans got recognition for was you were either some type of criminal. Or some type of drug addict or some type of like person that was in a dress or something like that. I just think historically that's how it's been. And there's nothing wrong with men being 
set up in a dress or wearing a dress in a film or whatever like that. The problem I think becomes, and Dave Chappelle touched on this when he was leaving um, Comedy Central. And the problem is you get to a certain level where, oh, you're not laughing with me. You're laughing at me. Oh, you're not. So I think that to me is why I would be hesitant to do anything like that. And I can see why other people may feel the same. Yeah, I agree. The premise but of the joke I think matters. the I think the material has to support it. Like it has to be not oh we're just putting because th- then I think that's where it goes back into the emasculation thing. Because that to yeah, me it's still, the humiliate. You're 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 putting me in a situation. I still maintain like a man can't be emasculated. I don't agree with that, but okay. Like there are things you can do. Because if I embarrass you and I humiliate if you, you, yes, yes, anybody can be humiliated, but I don't. You're trying to make the argument that you're still a man regardless yes, of, of the circumstances. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I will, I'll stand yeah. with that. Yeah. Like, so that to okay. me is like, so, you're, you're saying they're taking away something that they can't take away. Um. So like I said, like it's somehow like maybe when people talk about like, oh, I'm taking your black card. No, but, it's like, you can't take my black card. I manufacture my blackness daily. Like that's not the something. So when Theon was beat essentially into submission in Game of Thrones, he was not emasculated. I think the emasculating part was like when, when they cut off his penis. But you could still make the case that he was still a man after that. He was just a dickless okay. man. I think, I think that anytime you let somebody take your, you you could dishonor, you could call it dishonorable. I think I. Anytime you're put into a submissive situation. I think that would be or or like I said I like I said if you are um betraying your boundaries and like I said your honor like no no one should do that like that's out of character it's dishonorable but I that's why I kind of feel like what Kat did was dishonorable because you didn't have to like I said if you want to address some stuff that was said on his podcast that you felt was inaccurate that makes perfect sense but you went after a bunch of people who'd never even been on that podcast ludicrous I don't know why was he going after Ludacris saying like that because that was the other part too that was weirdly because al- of the apparently they were both up for the same movie that did sound like some hater shit because like Luda don't really fuck with nobody he, so it's like and said that he's part of the Illuminati because they make you cut off your hair and your sideburns like to me that was just okay that doesn't check out because that nigga got his braids back now and he has sideburns again like I don't I don't know what the fuck cat is on, That's man, what I'm but saying. Like, whatever. To me, like, this is bothersome because, of course, not everything he said was some bullshit, but there was just enough bullshit mixed in to be, like, to keep people thinking, like, this hot, like, they're like, oh, I knew it. It's the Illuminati. That's why my life is for, I, I think I brought up um, somewhere else, like, you're, you don't need conspiracy theories when we have, like, racism and sexism like those exist for real like and those are i bring them up because they are making our lives worse not just black people and women but everybody like there's systems you can't run oppression systems without really oppressing everybody i think those exist but they are only a sub of the real issue which is classism which is that goes on throughout all of history and i i think it's interesting i was listening to a podcast called the inner cosmos where they were talking about 
um, how, you know, the atrocities throughout history, like the Holocaust and uh, the Camera Rouge, like just these, inst- uh, you know, any kind of like um, genocide where you get a group of people to completely disassociate the humanity of another group. I think it was called Syndrome E. Um, basically where you just don't see this as a person anymore and go after them. That's why I didn't like that comment where it's like there's God's side and the other side because if you feel like you're on God's side, then anything you do is justified. We, we've just been talking about that all throughout Second Samuel. They wiped out entire tribes of people without a second thought because they felt like they were on God's side. But as we discover, yeah, everybody, type of talk is dangerous. everybody has different gods. So, you know, depending on which God you're listening to, people are getting a lot of different information. Yeah. Well, what do you think about um, the Ivory Weinstein claim? Do you think that's real? That Harvey brought him in to do some shit. Yeah, he was saying like um, he was. He said they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all of my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, it's three other black guys there. Huh? I told him no. What y'all do? I mean, I think there's some truth to that. I, I to me, that's not unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like it came out about Harvey that he was on some bullshit, and then like Terry Crews talked about this is what I don't get. I don't. This is what frustrates me, and I and everybody's different mentality plays a, a difference to this. Maybe this is me being triggered by my own traumas of being put in situations where I was bullied and felt powerless as a kid. Ain't no fucking situation is me in my life at this point where I'm in a room and another man inappropriately grabs me, touched me, whatever, where I'm not checking that shit. Terry Crews, that's why I was pissed with Terry Crews. Being a Hollywood actor, celebrity, whatever the fuck, it's not that deep, bro. It's not. Like, you gotta stand up for yourself. Like, I don't understand I don't, these motherfuckers. Just it, here's the thing, I I I always push back on that because you never know what you would do when you're sexually assaulted. Like everyone has different reactions. I know, but I know you you we me and you have never been in that situation that he was in. So I don't judge Terry Crews for how he decided to live another day. He's still alive. He's still with the, taking care of his family. So to me, I think he's made the right decisions. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying you have to be physically, because I do think it's how you handle it. Because Terry Crews is a big black man. If everybody in that room, hypothetically, if everybody in that room didn't see what happened and Terry Crews just starts snapping, they're going to look at him like this angry, crazy black man who snapped on this man. Fine. I do think, but you can also check somebody and still be like, hey, don't do that shit like i don't have to embarrass you in front of everybody to check you i just got to talk to you so like that's the thing here's the i don't thing, it's not it's not sometimes when you're you're in shock because you can't believe it's really happening like this is the thing too when people are like well why okay. it's the same that's thing when it happens to women i want to give him the same benefit of the doubt i would give a woman just because he's big and strong doesn't mean that you wouldn't necessarily there's um there's fight flight and freeze I, 
Like though that is those are all very perfectly natural human reactions and he's not at fault for being like feeling any of that. He's not at fault. I'm not saying it. I'm and I'm not saying I would be so much better in that situation. I have no idea. I do not see any situation where that's happening. But all right, for me personally. Yeah. It's just not cuz it's not that deep, bro. Like I don't want to be like I said, it First might not have really felt deep. Be. It might have just been too shocking to even like ultimately process it. Like it might not be later until he was like, "Shit, did that really happen?" Like your your brain really does go somewhere else when you're being like sexual. Like it takes it to another realm. So I'm not mad at Terry Crews. Okay. I think he, like right. I said, if you're if you're any human being on this planet who lived through something traumatic, you're still alive to tell the tale and you're still free to take care of your family. You're doing the right stuff. See, that's the point. Like, all right, this is where I think we, you and I differentiate because I think in your mind, you're thinking like, I just need to be alive. I need to be, I ain't living my life like that. Like I'm willing to die on the shit that I stand on. I'm not willing to die over that. Like you can, yeah, no, I am. Like I am. Like so like that's different. You could call that stupid or whatever the fuck, but I don't like I don't want to live in a world where like you feel like you can disrespect me in a certain way I'm and not, I'm just I'm not, not dying like, over it. Keeping it real shit. goes wrong. Like that's not a that's not the It's not, not I'm not keeping it real. Out. I'm just I'm not keeping that's not even me trying to keep it real. It's just like don't put your hands on me. Don't do shit don't fuck with people that i'll care about like don't do that shit like that's just what it is it's not me keeping it real it's just me setting a boundary that's all that it okay. is i don't want to live in a world where like people feel like they can but i also inappropriately don't want to live in a world where we judge people who may not be as kentucky fried awesome as we are i'm not i don't i don't I'm judging Terry Crews, but I also understand your sentiment, and I agree. Like, you never know what you're gonna do in the situation. I agree with that. I agree with that. I just personally feel like I wouldn't operate that like that. But this is also piggyback off what we were just talking about. When he went in that, when Cat went in the room, what did y'all niggas do? I mean, that don't just because they in the room, they could have also said no. Like that's the thing. He didn't really elaborate that's on what I'm that. I'm saying either. a lot of they, this is very vagary F you know, like this is some Yeah, like Okay, okay some he more turned vagary, Harvey down. Like um when he was complaining about Steve Harvey and some of the stuff he was saying about Steve Harvey is legit. I'm not even a huge Steve Harvey fan, quite honestly, but I'm never gonna knock uh-huh. anyone's hustle. Like to be in those positions to where those people are I think it's wildly disrespectful to say their shit is just because they were corny long enough for white people to be happy with them. So when he was talking about Steve Harvey and he said that, uh, you know, like he said, this is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. That's not his story. I'm sorry. Is Cat is Cat Williams the only person who was allowed to be homeless? Like I feel like a lot of comics talk about being homeless during on their journey, not just black. You know, all kind of people. I feel like he contradicted himself because if I recall correctly, I feel like he said he made it seem like he wasn't homeless a few times. And then he goes on to say he was. So I was confused about his whole. That to story me to was with. also why it felt a little erratic and Trumpian and possibly under the influence. Here's the other thing. And then this also, is why he's mad at Ricky Smiley, though, for real, for real, because I, I know you probably don't listen to the Ricky Smiley morning show. I listen to the radio when I take uh, my daughter to school in the morning. That nigga's corny. I don't. Listen I to just anything. listen to it for the music, but sometimes I end up listening to the actual show. Can I be honest? Like I really miss having a local. Whatever happened to the uh, the other person? 
that was before I forget. him already. I miss having like the local Tom Joyner. Where the fuck Tom is Tom Joyner? Joyner? Retired. So, um, but even before Tom Joyner, I miss having the local radio station morning show. I really liked being able to listen to that. Like now that we have like satellites, radio and all this other stuff, we can listen to everything everywhere. But I still liked having like, you know, guy black in the morning team, whatever. Moving on. Guy, uh, Ricky Smiley, he has a bit he does on his show called Black Tony. And Black Tony uh, is always calling into work. That's the bit. Like Black Tony, where you at? You know, I got you. A, I got you a job at the studio. He's like, oh man, I can't make it, man. You know, he's got this whole little affected thing. He was like, man, I tried to go and, and, and took my key. He always has some hilarious story as to why he can't make it into work. So I think it might be slightly based on Cat Williams, and that's what he's upset about. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I it's know. a funny bit because there he he's basically that person you're always trying to put on and then disappoints you by having an excuse as to why they can't show up. Yeah, and both things could be true. Like Cat could have had legitimate reasons all the time and just has bad time and why he fucking couldn't make he it. He has a lot of court and dates, also, to be sure. I, honestly, I don't know what the fuck because. One thing I'm surprised this didn't get brought up. Cat Williams got beat up by like a 14 yard. You ever seen that video? A lot of all of his, because uh, you know he's had a series of. Because I had to look up. I was like, hasn't he had a series of arrests that I felt were linked to drugs? But you, he's right. Drugs were never mentioned. But it's the kind of stuff where it seems like drugs had to have been because you fight too much to not be on. Like, I'm sorry, you just get into too many fights with people. It seems like most. People, most celebrities are able to avoid getting into this many fights in a row. Like you were out on bond and got into a fight. Look, man, I don't. Oh, because he was know. saying too. It's like, like, well, if I'm in trouble, like, then why? I, if I get arrested, I get right back out. I'm like, yeah, because that's how the system works. Like you, you post bond and you get out. That doesn't mean you didn't do it. That was the case when he was talking about, oh, yeah, I have my like, I have my gun. I get locked up 15 times. Like, first of all, I just feel like you're a fucking idiot. Um, like, I mean, I'm, I ain't going to lie. Like, regardless if you're a criminal or not, uh, or you have a criminal record, uh, not going to say you're right. a criminal per se, but, like, if you have a criminal record where you're not able to get a firearm, I still think you should be able to protect yourself. Like, uh, now we can have an argument about, you know, gun law all that type of shit but that's not really where i'm going with this so i to a certain extent i understand where he's coming from because when i was in cali i definitely had my gun with me i in california specifically california and new york i know specifically you they don't honor other states gun licenses you have to get a license for a firearm through specifically them that's how all licensing works it can be no 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 but some states like i have the license from our state i can travel to certain states and they don't oh, give okay fuck. like because they honor you know it's like but driver's yeah, I understand license like, like honor places the, with higher that, populations they just have stricter gun laws generally right so on one end i understand where he's coming from but at the same time i'm just like you're that just seems like bad decisions it's kind of bad decisions yeah he could have like, this is where him hiring men could 
work in his favor because <laughs> then you can hire i mean not just men because they're not saying right. a woman couldn't be a right. security guard or something but this is where like hiring well you when you brought well, he, was, he does seem to be in the camp of sticking to assigned gender roles a little bit yeah, yeah. and i don't fuck with that that's yeah, also to me he's that. just because he brought up the point about uh shannon asked him why haven't you got married or whatever or something about him getting married he was like well i already been cooking for my kids so what basically what is she gonna and it's just like why is it always when we think of a woman being a wife it's like the first thing is like she's in the kitchen or she's folding clothes or some shit like like that is not the type of partner he also mentioned uh mentioned doing missionary work in haiti which and that he speak and he spoke French or what? I feel like this. Well, he anyway. might. Who knows? He might speak Creole. I'm just the nigga lost me at reading three thousand books in the I, in a year from the ages of three to fucking twelve years old. A, no, the fuck you did. No, that you can't didn't. be proved. No, you did. That's a. It's it's not a, a falsifiable claim, so I'm not going to pay any attention to it. I can't prove it or no, just the fuck it. you did it. I'm gonna walk away from that. I want to go back to the missionary work because I like to. People automatically assume that missionary work is something positive. Generally, it's not. It usually is a tool of colonialism. Um, a lot of times, the missionaries who are there are taking up resources that could be going to the people who live there, and um, it's something people should be aware of that they just automatically are like, "Oh, missionary work—that's helping the poor." savages and the you know whatever whatever and it's like no generally um missionaries are not making lives better for the people they're usually just trying to recruit them for their religion which makes them right for the plucking for the um capitalism machine yes i'm sorry i can't because i literally just did the math in my head (laughs) about the books bill gates himself Bill Gates himself said, you know, he tries to read 52 books or whatever. But Bill Gates had a job. Which is is already, (laughs) which is already hard to fucking do. Reading one book a week is already hard to fucking do. 3,000? Shut the fuck up. He didn't say what kind of books there were. Like, you know what? You could read a Don, you could read read two Donald Goins books in one day. No, no, no. He said he only read nonfiction. He said that. So therefore, you could read uh, Iceberg. Are... Slim. You could read this. Uh, was it Iceberg Slim? Man, that was an autobiography. Is... You can read that in one day. Yeah, but if you're not that doing book anything is not else, that long. <laughs> that book is also not that it's long. Not. So yeah, maybe you could read that. And then maybe some other. I guess okay. You're reading th- three thousand books if you're reading only books of that size, mm-hmm. and you're reading multiple a day. Mm-hmm. Fine, but no, that this just <laughs> no, to me just it was no, very dude, no. reminiscent of. And the, no, I can see if he said that now, like maybe okay, maybe maybe as an adult or maybe even as a younger adult, maybe I'm not buying it from the age of three years old to 12. I'm not fucking buying that, that shit. I'm that not. was wild. Like I said, he said a couple of things that already kind of put me on. Ooh, I'm not, this doesn't have the ring of truth. There are certain things, there are certain outlandish things I hear where I'm like, you know what? That could actually be true. But the things he was saying was, to me, reminds me of the things men tell me when they're trying to sleep with me. Which are lies. I'm waiting. 
Oh, like, the, oh, that's it? like. Oh, I thought you were going to give examples. Oh, no, like I'm single or I'm super smart or I'm. Let me try to think of some other stuff. Like usually they men try to like impress you, you know, so men are usually and because most men, like I said, you always complain like the women you're dating, they're all religious. Well, the men are very religious, too. So they want to tell you about their deep personal relationship with Christ, um, about how um, what's some other do like. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just getting that mo that a lot of people are con artists and because I don't choose to live my life on a daily where I'm trying to be a con artist. It just frustrates me and it makes me worried for the children that I'm responsible for, the shit that they're going to have to deal with because golly, I mean, first of all, it's all girls. Second of all, like it's just, it's just a ridiculous amount of, bullshit i think when i was younger i didn't realize how much men lie and what they're willing to lie about so i think it's important that people know that like it feels like the scope of things he's talking about is too big to lie about but no it's not and to me he may have convinced himself this is the truth i like what cedric the entertainer said in response um quote revisionist history Regardless of what Cat's opinions, my career can't be reduced to one joke Cat Williams claims as his. Yeah, I agree yeah. So I feel like it's important that when we do talk shit, because of course, I mean, let me—I'm no better than anyone else. I was into this because I like a good shit talker as much as anybody else. But I also like the truth, and my—I'm always going to have an allegiance to the truth first. That's why Santa Claus bothers the Santa Claus myth bothers me because it's this you know celebration it of denying the truth. You know what it is, a cat? Because you asked me, like, why do you like T.I.? Why do you like yeah. people like Jay-Z? And stuff? Wait, no. You know what I it is with Kat? T.I. is bothersome like to me. Be for what I like, <laughs> what I've found at this moment in time is that I don't find Cat very charming. Mm. I find the other people that you have made some of these same claims about at least they're charming. I don't find him charming, really. He's, I mean, oh, he's cool. He's obviously interesting. Because I don't find T.I. charming. But I do find Jay-Z charming. That's interesting. Like, I, I actually I mean, yeah, do. I mean, there's levels to this. Yeah, there's levels to this. Like, And I agree with you. I don't find. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put them in the same. In the same way, I don't find Trump charming. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to admit he's funny. I don't find Trump charming. Hell but no. I'm just saying, he's, like, when people talk very, about. No, he's, when people talk about Trump, they're like, well, you got to admit he's funny. And I'm like, no, I don't find him funny. No, he's not. I actually do. Cat Williams sounds funny. I think my favorite role with him was a pimp named Slickback. Yeah. You know, even more than, and that's the thing. That that's why I say he's interesting to talk because his he has a very unique voice. Mm-hmm. So, and when he says "some of a bitch," that's <laughs> funny. But to me, that's not. Yeah. It's usually not enough to carry me through because he's he talked about all these specials he's had. But I don't. I'm like a fan of comedy. I'll usually go back and listen to like things that I thought were really good stand up and uh, like Bill Burr. Like to me, I can listen to his stand up over and over again. I definitely don't go back to listen to Cat Williams, but I will rewatch the hell out of a Boondocks episode. I be real with you, and 
I was probably like this was like two thousand seven or eight. I remember he had whatever comedy special he comes out to every day I'm hustling. He has one. He's wearing like a green suit. I remember this vividly. I remember watching that with my girlfriend at the time and thinking like, this nigga not that funny to me as a comedian. And so like I obviously like him in Friday. I like him in Boondocks. But then when he was talking about he's done all these specials, one, I don't even remember people ever talking about any of his specials until he just did this interview. So that's one thing. Like, you know, usually when a special come out, people be like, like, it's a discourse about Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr or even Kevin Hart, who I I don't like his stand up either. Like, there's usually a discourse about certain people. I don't feel like that ever happens with his. I think. It is because, I mean, real talk, I don't think Cat Williams ever crossed over. So there's just less chatter in general because he's really still just black famous. So, um, which isn't a diss. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think you you can eat off of just being black famous. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a certain freedom there, too. So, um, but of course, there's more money when you appeal to more people. Oh. And... Can we talk about JM? Who's JM? The guy you've been simping over for months. Oh, now. Jonathan Majors. Have I been simping on JM? Yeah. My voice got real high. Maybe I have. I feel like you were very hurt by I, this. I still the am. Only thing, the only thing that his interview confirmed to me is like, oh, this nigga, I feel like he was just playing a character this whole time. He's actually. Yeah, he's pretty much a fuck nigga. Like. Oh, okay. So I didn't tell you. I take this part out. So um, I have some. I have. Uh, dang it. Cause uh, okay. So I have a source. What? And um, they told me that everyone's been kind of. This was just a known secret in the business, like how he is. It's just he's crazy talented. But they also brought up the point he's never dated a black woman ever. <laughs> So it's oh. it's kind of to me that's why I was like that whole Megan Good thing because they also brought up the fact that <laughs> Megan Good she's uh what do they say the the wheel is spinning but the hamster's dead there's not a lot going on up there so I think that I can see that you know this is just something that she was cast in and like basically she's being paid to show up. And, and if you listen to what people too. were talking about in Hollywood, she could use the money because it sounds like black women are getting paid. So she's like, hey, this is a role like any other. Oh, let's do it. We're going to have a talk about that. Let's let's drop that in there because I got some. Comments OK, on that, cool. But, keep, going but keep in mind, people talk about Hollywood like it's this isolated planet. It's a part of our world. And we see black women getting underpaid in every industry. So I don't know why we wouldn't expect to see it in Hollywood as well. Because it's it's context- not a Hollywood problem; it's a systemic racist, sexist problem. It is. But back to Jonathan Majors. The thing. Back- the, wait, no, no, because no, you you already started on that. The thing that frustrates me about the comments that were made from Taraji is that the comparison she get. This is true. Black women women are getting underpaid. Women are getting underpaid, but especially black women because is, of intersectionality. The thing it. The thing is, the she tried to compare, because the, the example she gave was, well, I was in Benjamin Mutton, I was in there with Brad Pitt. That was an uneven metaphor. He got paid all You're this right. Money. 
it, first of all, it was uneven. Second of all, you were only in the movie for six yeah. minutes. He's the in entire the entire three-hour yeah. movie. You shouldn't have. That so, wasn't a good was metric. Like, well, we, that was not a good metric. I think she could have used was a all, better example. I don't. That's that wasn't a good example to use that she was underpaid. But I do generally agree that she is probably yes. underpaid just because just about every black woman is underpaid. That's all. Yeah. That's all important. So I back to, to make Jonathan is Majors. That the metric was off. Uh, JM. Because, um, and Cat Williams brought him up too, basically saying, like, all these niggas that make it, they get light skinned women. Not necessarily. Denzel Washington, Kat, like, it's not true of every successful black man. But yes, you're going to see some black men with lighter women because there's all kind of people on the planet, genetic expression. We don't have to keep chopping people into color groups just because the people who like kidnapped and human trafficked us did like we don't have to do the stuff that we've been doing all this time so i thought it was that was kind of messed up but bringing up the fact that somehow um like what happened to jonathan majors is because he crossed the color line other than the fact that he cost crossed a physical line is an obfuscation of what the real problem was there which is you can't get into physical conference. That's you just can't engage in any kind of domestic abuse and expect to keep your expensive ass contract. One. Okay. From, a, from, from a certain perspective, I feel like he should have kept his shit because technically it was just a misdemeanor. It wasn't a felony or any of that other shit. So from one angle, I feel like that is not a big enough deal to do to write him off. From another perspective, that nigga crazy, man. <laughs> like, like, look, hearing that tape, cause I listened to the tape again where he talking to. I only girl, read the transcript where she recorded. That nigga, <laughs> oh, it's crazy! It's wild hearing. I it can believe it because I don't know. You, you said you said you cut off the uh, interview, I did. or you stopped watching it, but like, so the little thing where he t- was telling her like, you got to be like Coretta. So in the interview. The lady asks him, "How has it been dating Megan Good?" And he said, "Oh." I said, "Okay." I'm. I was like, "Yeah, this nigga did all that shit." Silence and obedience. (laughs) I was just like, "Man, I'm done." And the you know the comments was crazy because they was like one first person said something like, "Who gonna tell this nigga that he not Dr. King?" First of all. Second of all, then somebody was like, you know, what's crazy is Dr. King was fucking white women too. So maybe that's why he thinks that he makes can be. Sense. Yes. Like he finally found his Coretta Scott King because yeah, you gotta get a white you have to get a black woman to stand by you and do the hard shit while you go have fun with the women you actually want to sleep with. They don't make them like they that. They no don't. More, they don't. I love it when people bring up. It's the like, well, wasn't that way with our grandparents? It's like, because much. my grandmother couldn't leave. That's why my grandmother pushed so super hard for me to stay in school and have an education and be independent because she couldn't. It's better. Can I say been... it's better? Like <laughs> being able to leave I mean, my I'm... terrible marriages was better than having to stay in them because I wasn't allowed to have a bank account or a driver's license or get a job that would, you know, just cl- the only job available to me was cleaning white people's houses. Like, yeah, I think it's this is better. It's still hard, but it's better. I think there is something in there where obviously, yes, it's better. 
a point I want to make though is I think that, and Dave Chappelle kind of touched on this when he was talking about um, one of his last specials. But essentially, the movement where it's been like women, it went from women just wanting to have equality or being treated similarly to now it seems like the pendulum has swung as an overcorrection to where in my experience, I can't speak for everyone, in my experience, that there seems to be these women who feel like they want to have now a submissive man or just a man who is going to do whatever the fuck that they tell him to do. And I'm not with that. Like Yeah, this whole this whole idea and I I really we finally bring this back to the Bible since this is technically a Bible podcast. I think part of why we get into that, at least here, you know, in this point in time where we are on this planet, is because the Bible is basically a non consensual subdom relationship with the creator of the universe. Like we're supposed to do whatever he says or get fucked up. So I think a lot of times people and they're told that you're supposed to model your personal relationships on, you know, God and the church and, you know, the man is God and and the woman is the church or however it's supposed to work out, whatever. You're just supposed to do whatever this nigga says without question and or get fucked up. And I've never really liked that. I don't like And that I don't either. think we should do that. We don't have to. I think that's the magic of freedom. Like, we don't have to do that. You can be in whatever kind of relationship you want to be in. If you don't want to be in a subdom relationship, you don't have to. If you want to, you can. Just make sure you have consent. And I think that we're all much better for it. But when I look at the type of people who are in relationships that I'd actually want to be in, they're not, no one's dominating anyone. The woman's not dominating the man. The man isn't dominating the woman. They're partners. That doesn't mean you do the exact same things like everyone, but you can discuss what your roles in the relationship are and where people have their strength. We just got through reading The Color Purple and that was like a big problem in the book with Harpo and Sophia because she was actually bigger than him and he actually preferred to do domestic work. And he was just, they broke up originally because he wanted to be able to physically dominate her the way his dad had dominated Celie, but he couldn't do that. But she wanted to be there. She didn't want need to be dominated. Like it was just they got back together later once thing you know once he figured it out. But okay, it, thanks for running it. <laughs> but um, I I'll say this. I think this is this is really my big problem. This is this is where the tr- the triggering of all of the dating and dynamics come for me it's the fact that we've been socialized and conditioned to think only specific ways are right woman doing this man doing this um you're supposed to be in this monogamous relationship and it be it 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 pisses me off because it's like we have progressed so much we have more education we understand things better now to where we know that does not a hundred percent work for every specific person so when people get online or they say shit like oh this is what happened when we get away from god or this is what happened when we die like no maybe that works for you but it doesn't that's not a catch-all for everyone 
Like everybody doesn't need to be in a monogamous relationship. Everybody doesn't need to, you know, have a woman who can only cook or clean. Like everybody doesn't not and everybody doesn't want that. I certainly don't. Like, yeah, it's nice when a woman cooks and cleans for me and does shit like that. But I'm I'm never going to a situation like, bitch, you need to do this. Like I just feel like whoever. Like I don't know. I don't like the that type of dynamic. But when I I run into the issue when I give women choice, then I seem like a man who doesn't know how to make decisions. And it's like, no, I'm just trying to give you an option because that's what women are saying they want. I mean, it, it's it's hard. No matter how you work it, it's hard. Um, I do. I want to kind of want to end it on because he talked about Michael Blackson, too, for some reason. And I liked Michael Jackson or Michael. <laughs> I like Michael Blackson's response, which was, quote, Cat Williams is a very smart midget nigga. He took shots at the top 10 comedians alive today so we can all respond and make him relevant again. End quote. Is Michael Blackson in that group? Um, I think. Did, wait, did he say top 10 comedians alive? Yeah. Who the fuck is doing his ranking? Because he ain't even in my top ten. First of all, he might be but okay. doing well in the podcast sphere, and he's Maybe. probably booking. Point I'm making. That's the thing too. A lot of times, people who are actively like booking clubs and stuff like that, they might not be on our radar. I mean, who knows? Like he did. I mean, I'm sorry. His point is relevant. I just that <laughs> threw me. See, when nigga, when niggas, because Cat did this a lot. It's like when people say certain shit as if it's fact and it's not like because the top 10 is subjective. First of all, I wouldn't even I mean, the the people I care about as comedians, he didn't even talk about like, really, like Chappelle, he Bill Burr, Chappelle. like he did talk about. But he talked about Chappelle with yeah, respect. Yeah. Like, he oh, didn't no, this is funny him. when he talked about Chappelle. Oh, Kat said, um, he's like, I've walked away from $50 million four times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Nope. I'm sorry. When? Such a... When? when? <laughs> this is what like, I'm saying. That, what the fuck so are y'all talking about? He said so many things that could be proven or disproven where it's kind of like, but it was still kind of like, it's something that should be able to be proven, though. Like, if you had a $50 million <laughs> deal you walked away from. Four times? Where? Four. Where? I walked away. Like, this is what I'm saying. What the fuck are you talking about? Because he claims that he's able to do movies. Because he also said the thing about, like, oh, I know how to be different characters. I ain't never seen Cat Williams do anything. Maybe, and I'm not familiar with his fucking, like, movie oh, catalog. Oh, the stuff you got the Emmy for at every- Atlanta. He played. Well, no, that was still him. Did you ever see that? When the fuck was he? I don't even remember he when he Emmy. was in Atlanta. Was I've seen every episode. Man. Which one was that? What, what happened in the episode? He had to, it was one that took place like in Atlanta where uh, I feel like it was maybe, I don't know which season it was, but uh, like Cat, Cat Williams was like his, like his uncle or something and the girlfriend it called it was this whole situation because it was some crackhead shit man because he wouldn't let the girl leave until she gave him back his 50 dollars like the woman is stole. i gotta go watch 
it's worth a rewatch. He did a good job and he earned it. He did a good job, but he wasn't playing like the wacky pimp character. He was playing more of a down and out, like washed up gangster. Uh, and I'm not even saying Cat Williams can't act. I'm not saying. What I'm saying is, I have you not seen, the seen him do any. I yeah, I haven't seen the range. Everything I see him do is either a pimp He's or not Jonathan Majors. Uh, I, I think in first, I think in first Sunday he was a preacher or some shit. Like I saw that, which once. is just an extension of yeah. a pimp. <laughs> yeah, it's still the pimp character. Like so, like I don't. <laughs> I never seen him do shit. So like that's another thing. Back to the fifty million. And yeah, he's not Jonathan Majors, but that nigga's crazy. Back back to the fifty million. Nigga, first of all, I don't even think the reason I got into movies, because I'm pretty sure on movies, niggas is only I don't know if any actors ever made fifty million for a movie. Like one singular movie. So like maybe Will Smith. I'm, <laughs> I gotta look this up. I feel like Highest that would that would have to be someone with an international box office. Salary. But even with that being said. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's an Okay, so oh, go ahead. No, okay. So there has been some hundred million dollar but I don't I don't know. It wasn't Cat they didn't offer it to Cat Williams. We can all agree on that. Um Fuck no. It's Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Robert Downey. Yeah, people like, with international. So then box it makes office. me think, okay, are they talking T V show movie? Because Dave Chappelle would I think he was just saying words in a row. It was TV show. I think that's what Cat Williams was doing. He just said enough words in a row that made sense to him. But this is something really <laughs> fucked up that he said about Ricky Smiley. I forgot about this. I'm reading everything I'm reading is from a vulture article when it comes to these quotes. And he said, quote, I don't know talking about Ricky Smiley. Quote, I don't know why he would lose a child and come on the air and start lying. That's why people believe in rituals right there. Yeah, what was that about? That was fun. That, to me, that was the Illuminati bullshit. Because he's like, that's why people believe in rituals right there. So, um, like, that's the, that was the part that was, I don't, I don't like talk like that. Like, don't. For one, don't bring up the fact that I lost my child and try to make it seem like I sacrificed my child to get this opportunity. That's fucked up. And this is why niggas will get get slapped in the mouth. Like, you can't, you say whatever about me, don't fucking talk about it. Yeah, don't talk about my kids. The fact that, and you want to suggest that I had something to do with that. You know what I mean? To me, that's that's what he's referencing right there. For people who aren't sure, like he's that's why I said that Illuminati shit. He's not talking about just powerful, corrupt people. He's literally talking about some mystical like bullshit that like people are actually like to me. And I don't like that stuff either because it gets into witchcraft. Let me also clear something up, too, because you've meant like for people who just assume because we don't go to church that somehow we're like on the side of the occult or witchcraft, we don't believe, I, at least I don't, I can't speak for TK. I don't believe in that bullshit either. I'm a person of science either. and reason. So I don't believe in any kind of magic spells or rituals or like that. And that's why this talk upsets me because I, I, I believe Ricky Smiley did lose a child and that's tragic and bringing it up in any context other than giving condolences is super fucked up. Okay, I'll say this. I don't believe in uh, the witchcraft shit or whatever. I do think that there are phenomena 
in the in the universe that we cannot exp- we have not had the ability to explain yet i think that but that doesn't there mean is it's magic something, that doesn't mean it's ma- no 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 yeah. absolutely not but i think that there is something to being born at a certain time at a certain place um on a certain day like how the we zodiac. do the astrology shit I you know do, you're not a yeah, I, but hold on hold on right? hold on hold on I know I'm not I'm not I don't that shit is a fine conversation I don't subscribe to that shit what I'm saying is I do think that there is some type of energy that goes into that but we just don't have the ability to explain it yet so there's no point I don't in talking think it's, about it like the same reason no, no, we don't no, 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 no. the same reason I don't go into talking about black holes I don't really understand the math and the science around that we can there's a way to explain it and talk about it but I don't think I should because I don't have the expertise so just saying like, okay, there's might be something around this. Then there's no, until we can find like some falsifiable claims, there's really no point in talking about it for real when there's so many things we could be learning about for real. Like, well, I think it, we start getting to the, but to me it falls under the air of like philosophy. Like we're just talking about it. Like, I, but I, I think you, you can't just only hold that to your life and be like, this is exactly how I'm going to live. Like, I don't, that doesn't help. That fucks people up worse. Yeah, I'm not even lightly convinced of anything uh, astrological because astronomy is so interesting. Like, we could actually learn about the mechanics of the universe instead of how, like, you know, but we can both agree stars are pretty. Um, I think we hit on yeah, oh but I, he I, and I think, even he flamed Joe Rogan. Did he? <laughs> yeah. He said something about Joe don't want me on the show or something. And I'm just thinking like Joe ain't getting you on that motherfucker anyway. So it don't matter. And he probably would. He's like oh, and Joe Rogan responded. He, he said, would. I love Kat. He's one of my favorite comics. I'd love to have him on. We talk about him all the time. If he's down, I'll make it happen. Yeah. Joe Rogan don't give a fuck. He's had yeah, he has all kind of people talking out. He's another one too that has needs way more disclaimers on his show because he has such a wide audience. And of course, people are like, I'm just asking questions. I'm just blah blah blah. But it's like people think that like these people you have on know what they're talking about. What is it with you and disclaimers? Disclaimers. Like, that doesn't do shit. No, it does. That no, doesn't it do- does. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's better than doing you can nothing. put base you fair but you could put based on a true story in in big ass bold That's ass letters and people will look at a, a movie yes it no, is a is saying the the statements made have you do not, not agree with verified. the views of what's going on here yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that's I, a disclaimer the point like I'm just making based on is a true people, story is too much of a blank you because you can say that about so much stuff the point i'm making is that people will look at that shit and still roll into the but interview or the movie like There's it's true it'll, it'll catch enough people that it's the same thing as like putting up a speed limit like no it won't keep everybody from speeding but it'll do enough to mitigate damage i'm just for i'm not trying to erase problems trying to mitigate them so he no. could do a better job and i love joe rogan um i think he's super funny and i like most of his shows but sometimes he'll have someone on there who spreads a lot of misinformation that can do a lot of harm and of course the disclaimer isn't going to dissuade everybody but it will give enough people pause to make a difference okay i agree with Thank you y'all all righty um I don't know. That was interesting, though, because it, it was an intersection of black culture and comedy, which are two of my favorite things to talk about. 
Same. Um, I hope he can um, yeah, get lo- things together because he doesn't. I I would. He's saying he's never done hard drugs. I would want his definition of what he thinks hard drugs are. Well, what kind of drugs do you think would make him do that? Heroin. I think the first drug he Crack. mentioned was meth, so I think that might be it, and um, perhaps cocaine. I think there's a great deal of cocaine um, done by people in the industry, sometimes just literally to stay awake. From what I understand, comics have to, you know, they have late nights. Um, like you said, it was super sweaty. I noticed for people who do a lot of cocaine, they get real sweaty. You said it was super sweaty. I just said he was moving a lot. Like, yeah, both of those things. When a nigga, when somebody moving a lot, like that shit, make me notice. Like, why the fuck are you moving so yeah, much? Yeah, it's a little. It, and it's not just like, because I feel like Chris Rock is a comedian who moves across the stage, but Cat is definitely twitchy. But not even. Not no, even I agree. That. With, but I'm, I'm yeah, agreeing like, with you. Twitchy. Like he's he's twitchy, and I get it. It's part of the persona, to... but. I just I I would have a hard time. It signals like what people talk about body language to me. When people talk about body language, it's like what you're saying doesn't match what your body language is giving. Yes. So like that's why I would roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, this nigga's saying this shit, but I'm not believing him, and I don't necessarily know why. But I just don't. Oh, I don't believe him, and I know exactly why I don't believe him. Well, yeah, because you fact checked. <laughs> I, I didn't get. I part. love accuracy. Like I think it's especially when it comes to juicy details. Because I'm like, okay, before I run with this, let me see what's up. Um, he was definitely right about Steve Harvey being bald. I, but this brought this brought me this brought me back to what I was saying before. I don't understand the fascination with this episode. Like, I, like, oh, I, mean, I, I guess you broke it. it down. You said it was the religious shit and the virtual signaling and and the people. people it's drama. celebrity gossip. That's always that's it, one of the most popular just, things just, in human yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. Is celebrity gossip? I guess I'm just, not just I'm America. I'm boring. Human history. Also, he went after I'm earthquake. Boring. What did earthquake do to him? No, he gave him his props. He no, said he called Earthquake illiterate. That's why he never got anywhere because he couldn't read the cue cards. Is that true? I don't know, but that's a shitty thing to say. Okay. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's actually not. shittier if it's true. I hope it's a lie. But like if it's true, damn. Like that's how not, is it, that's super how is sad. That rude? How, no, no, no. That's sad, but it don't make it shitty if you can't read and I say you can't read. It's I'm an asshole because you can't yes, read. Yes, because you're like you said, you're an entertainer. If you knew someone you worked with was struggling with literacy, and you went on a podcast and put them on blast, you know that's not cool. It's not. Yeah. But also, I'm tired of on a certain from a certain angle. I'm tired of the air of politeness that we keep fucking like putting out there. We don't have to always be so fucking I don't polite. think there's anything like, there's no read, He was given a point. For one, did Earthquake come point. after him? No, but none of these niggas came after Cat directly. I feel like there's nothing to be gained from like shitting on someone. Like that's that's not being polite like not mentioning like someone's like possible learning disability like it's the same thing as like oh man this nigga can't even walk what the fuck 
Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't need to, like, shit on people because they might not. Like, you're obviously he a very good reader. So there's no reason comedian. to shit on people who are bad readers. He's a comedian. Dave Chappelle just had a whole bit about talking about people with disabilities. Like I said, that so wasn't like, a specific person. Like, he specifically was like, hey, Earthquake, you you don't have shit because you can't read. <laughs> Like if he had had a like to me that's that's not even like in the realm of impolite that was just ugly. But it's but see this is the thing it's not like it's I don't know maybe that's funny to me because it's like it's sad that he can't read but he also has the ability to learn how to read like he just has to go put in the work. You're like, right. Whereas somebody who has but a, neither one who of has us have fucking, ever had to like learn how to read as adults. Like that is difficult. Yeah, fair. Like and like I said, like I don't want to necessarily judge people for having a hard time doing something I've never had to do before. Fair. I just I know that that is a curable thing. Possibly, I don't know because we act well now. Well now, I don't know because we don't know what kind of shit we can get into. Because maybe he has like. I don't know, dyslexia or some type of shit like that. So maybe yeah, that could be the Or case. like there's so many things, like there's never like a positive story behind why somebody was illiterate. Like um, I think Miss Pat and Tiffany Haddish were both people who were delayed readers. You know, like they didn't become literate until like kind of later in life. And like it wasn't because of happy reasons. You know what I'm saying? There, there was a decent amount of neglect in their upbringing. So, like, oh, there's never, I'm... like, a happy story behind somebody not knowing how to read. I'm trying to teach a five-year-old how to read now. It is. It is. And it's it's a worthwhile one. But to me, that was something that I don't think it was, like, just this, like, politeness gone too far. Because I generally agree with you. Like, there's a place for the truth. But, you know, and the fact that it wasn't a safe enough space for him to be able to say like, Hey, I struggle with dyslexia. Is there another way for us to do the cue card situation? Or can we change the font on the cue cards? Cause sometimes it's not even so much someone's illiterate, like certain fonts are easier for people with learning disabilities or ADD to read. Yeah. Or an own real life situation. Like I had a situation when I was on a, doing a commercial and um, I was fucking up on the reading. Obviously I can read, but <clears throat> Um, I wear glasses and this was on a teleprompter and I know how to read off of a teleprompter but they I was further back than I usually would be and so it was difficult for me to read the shit that was on there so I mean it could be a multitude of reasons why he could not have read correctly or whatever the fuck the case was but he gave him his props on being funny he said he's funny nobody would say he wasn't funny um yeah, but that was he. Yeah, that was still shitty. Um, it doesn't look like Earthquake has responded, and it sounds like Earthquake's probably doing okay. He tours. I feel like I hear commercials all the time on the radio for Earthquake. I don't even know who the fuck Earthquake is. You might know him song. Of course, he's from like an older generation of comics or whatever. But um, I know you have to be somewhere with one, so we can wrap this up. Um, thanks for your input. I know you weren't as into it as I was. I mean, it was fun having this conversation. I just wasn't into like 
Listen, we are we're, like it we're did- podcasters. We have to talk about what's in the culture. We have to. This specific podcast is about the Bible, so technically we're only supposed to be talking about that and as it relates to civilization. Kind of around to the Bible whatever. a little bit. Okay. But anywho, uh be curious, not judgmental. Your body belongs to you. So be nice to people break- with it. Bible breakdown podcast at gmail.com. All right. Peace.